It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Today's episode of Locked on Thunder is brought to you by CBDMD. The holidays are finally behind us, which means it's time to catch up on some much-needed sleep. And even though getting a good night's sleep is much easier said than done, our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to sleep harder than the NBA media is sleeping on Lou Dort. CBDPM blends 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD with melatonin, valerian root, and chamomile, and other sleep-promoting ingredients to create the most powerful and effective sleep aid. If you want to relax a little bit before bed, their new CBD bath salts fuse superior CBD with Epicen, Dead Sea, and Himalayan salts to turn any bath into a luxury experience and are available in lavender and eucalyptus scents, as well as soothing nighttime blend with melatonin and calming herbs. CBDMD is helping me relax and can help you relax as well. And to make it even easier to get the year started off right, they're offering our listeners 20% off your next order with promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 20% off your next purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host and founder of BricktownBuckets.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. You can email the show, L-O Thunderpod at gmail.com and call into the show, 405 362 7128. On today's show, we will be providing an injury update and a recap of the Denver Nuggets contest. Now, tomorrow's show will be on the rare date in which there's no game the day before Thursday, and there's no game on Thursday. So that leaves us a little bit more room to create some content here. And I want to involve you guys, the listeners. So I've taken to Reddit and Twitter, and I've asked for your NBA or Thunder hot takes. 
Give me as many hot takes as you got, and I will rate them on the show on the Spice O Meter on tomorrow's podcast. So you have all day to tweet at me your hot takes. Let's go over this game real quick. Al Horford uh, was out. No timetable yet to return, obviously. Uh, his wife put on Instagram that they have just given birth to another kid. So congratulations to Al Horford. I believe this is their third kid. I'm not really sure on that. I don't really follow the ins and outs of Al Horford all that much beyond the basketball floor. So, But nonetheless, congratulations to Al Horford and his family. I hope all is well, safe and happy and all that good stuff. Uh, Ty Jerome was also out tonight. Did not make the trip for this road trip. He is still rehabbing in Oklahoma City. There's just simply better resources for him on his rehab uh, in Oklahoma City than there are on the road. As Mark pointed out pregame, to me, this is just me speculating, to me, the fact he does not make this road trip signifies that he will not play until at the earliest February, whenever the team returns home to take on the Nets. I don't think that he'll just be able to jump in on the road trip here at the end of the week or so. So I think that he's kind of done until February and thus pushing his Thunder debut further and further away. He is still nursing that uh, left ankle sprain. Michael Porter Jr. was also out for the Nuggets. He was out due to health and safety protocols. The Thunder came in 6-6. Six and six. The Nuggets came in 6-7. and seven. And this was a big day for yours truly. I mean, I've been on Roby Island since the very beginning. I've been on Lou Dort Can Shoot Island since the very beginning. And all of a sudden, we see it all coming together in this specific game. You got to start with Lou Dort, though. He's the biggest story. Lou Dort simply outplayed NBA darling, NBA rising star, future all-star, Bubble Murray, he took over the playoffs. Lou Dort absolutely frustrated him. Lou Dort absolutely outplayed him. And Lou Dort absolutely embarrasses Jamal Murray on his home floor. In this game, Lou Dort makes three threes going three for six. That's 50%, folks. Eight for 11 from the floor, scoring 20 points in this contest, getting three assists and five rebounds, and absolutely locking down Jamal Murray. This supposed rising all-star goes two for 10 from the floor and 0 for 3 from beyond the arc, including a massive shove of frustration of Lou Dort on an inbounds play in which he just could not contain himself anymore, and also one loss of an arm sleeve that he just could not contain anymore because he was so frustrated with the defense Lou Dort is playing. So let's get this all out there real quick. Lou Dort, he can shoot, he can drive, he can pass, he can finish, and he can frustrate the hell out of supposing rising stars in this league. And he can frustrate the hell out of superstars in this league. That sounds like a heck of a player to me. That sounds like an all-star level player to me. That sounds like a rising star to me. And you can talk about small sample size, but the bad shooting is also a small sample size. Lou Dort has played in 48 NBA games, and most of those NBA games came while he was still on a two-way contract and could not practice with the team. Everything about Lou Dort's career is a small sample size. It's about which small sample size would you like to pick up? Would you like to pick up the small sample size of him shooting well or him shooting poorly? And as the days go on and the world turns, you're getting a larger and larger sample size of him shooting well versus a smaller and smaller sample size of him shooting poorly. Lou Dort is not even 22 years old yet. This is his first season in which he can practice with the team for the entire season. Lou Dort has already tied the amount of made threes he had last season in the first half of this game. He tied the entire amount of three-pointers made from a season ago from him. 
He has hit a three in every single game this year for Oklahoma City. He's had a bad shooting night one time this entire season for Oklahoma City. It was the very first game. He has shot above 35% from the three-point line in all but three contests. Lou Dort is checking all of the boxes. Lou Dort will be a first-team all-defensive player this year. Lou Dort will be an above-average three-point shooter this year. He can hit free throws and get to the line and drive to the paint and kick it out. He has three assists tonight. Lou Dort is more than just this lockdown defender. I think that with the Thunder, you look at a lockdown defender and automatically just word association, Thunder, and good defender can't shoot, can't play offense, it's a liability. And we're all just sitting around waiting for the other shoe to drop on this season for Lou Dort. It's not going to happen. The other shoe's not going to drop. Lou Dort is going to be this good all-around basketball player with great defense, and he will continue to frustrate the hell out of your favorite player night in and night out. What Lou Dort did tonight and what Lou Dort has done this season is special for somebody who does not turn 22, does not even get to sing that Taylor Swift song until April. Heck of a song, by the way. Heck of a song. But we move on now from Lou Dort, who it is simply time to start a dialogue about Lou Dort, about him being a future all-star. We'll get to that more tomorrow. To SGA. And SGA in this game scores 14 points on 11 shot attempts, uh, four three-pointer attempts in 27 minutes. He goes three for six from the line, gets five rebounds, seven assists, a block, and four turnovers. Now, the turnovers were bad. The Nuggets really did a great job of taking the ball away. 15 Thunder turnovers in this one. But beyond that, you did see a more aggressive shake. Now, now the shot attempts will not say that with just 11, but look, that led the team. I mean, that tied for the team lead in shot attempts. That's just the kind of night it was for Oklahoma City. The fact four of them came from beyond the arc, and he was, trust me, they were beyond the arc. They were far out of the three-point line. He was feeling it. He was trying his hardest to get the Thunder to ignite some offense and to spark something for this team. And I think that what you can take away from Shea and what continues to show up here in this season are the free throw attempts. Shea gets to the line in this game a team high six times. He was six free throws of the 23 team free throws. That's also a game high in this one. And he's getting there with this ability to get to the lane, to drive in and finish at the rim and also stop it on a dime and also change his gears and change his speed on a dime. The twitchiness of Shea, and it's not, it does not look the same, right? It does not look the, look the same as this like unbelievable athlete and this faster than life player like Russell Westbrook was. He's going to do it in reverse. Like he's just going slower than molasses into the lane and you're trying to speed up as a defender and you're just fouling Shea. And that can really be how he unlocks that new level of scoring. We've talked about this every single game about Shea's free throw attempts and how that is the difference in this league of a good player to an all-star to a superstar is getting to the line, getting those attempts, and then eventually you got to knock those attempts down, which he has not done a good job of this year overall. And in this game, he goes 50%, although the six games prior to this one, he was shooting 80% from the line. But in various games throughout this year, the free throw woes have reared their ugly heads even since day one in Charlotte for SGA. But his ability to get to the line is something you should take away from this game. And also you saw him hunting that shot the way we talked about with Chicago. That was the first game in which you could see Shea truly take over and truly look for his own shot first. He was doing that tonight. 
Again, the 11 shots does not say that. does not tell the story. But watching the game and seeing the rhythm of this game and the pace of this game, it was evident that Shea was being more aggressive than normal. So coming up, we still need to talk about Darius Baisley. We've got to talk about the bench unit and the young players and so much more. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag. The NFL postseason is in full swing, and that is right. We're in the conference championship round already this weekend. So bet on who you think will make the Super Bowl. If you are not betting on my Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl this year, please do not tell me that will hurt my feelings. I am betting on Kansas City to win the Super Bowl, and I can do that at betonline.ag. You can also bet on any game you want to in the NBA, college hoops. You can bet on future MLB odds. So many things to do at betonline.ag. So get there and do them today. It's one place that has you covered. The one place that we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. We will talk about how I did in the bet of the game for this contest between the Thunder and the Nuggets later on in the show. But do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportbook experts. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We're back on the Locked On Thunder podcast, and this show is over. Check out Locked On Bets 2020. It's mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want to start with more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts from. We are back on the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the question now becomes, is Darius Baisley heating up? Because entering this game, Darius Baisley was without question atrocious offensively. But in this contest, Darius Baisley goes 5 for 11 from the floor, 2 for 7 from beyond the arc, 2 rebounds, 2 blocks, and 12 points. Darius Baisley started slow in this contest. He had that just atrocious fast break turnover where I'm thinking to myself, okay, here it is. I've been saying on this podcast since May that Darius Baisley is an elite playmaker he gets the ball off the, off the glass. He's starting to go. Transition offense. Here we come. And he literally just bounces it into the arms of a Nugget defender. He had the air ball that Isaiah Roby saved for him. Just looked a little bit rough to start the game. And then he gets two fantastic blocks. And that kind of sparks him to make a couple threes, which happened immediately after that bad turnover. His only turnover of the game, by the way, whenever everyone else is kicking the ball all over the court. I think it's too soon to say that Darius Baisley is back yet. He only had the 12 points. And all in all, he had more bad than good offensively in this game. Obviously, by no means his worst offensive game, but certainly not what you come to expect 
from a player that is dubbed a building block, and he is a building block. And so he'll have better games than he had tonight, that is for sure. Obviously, it is not easy to play offense after you're trying to help guard Jokic, and Jokic played as though he was a kid at grandma's house. He could just do whatever he wanted to do. There was no rules, no consequences, nothing to stop him. He, he could just do anything he wanted in this game. And he goes for 27 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, all in 28 minutes. He could have picked his stat tonight. If he wanted to truly go all out in this game, he could have picked the stat line he wanted in this contest. And that's just a, a point where you throw your hands up if you're Oklahoma City. You simply do not have the roster construction to combat the size of Denver. And even whenever you do have good defenders, even when you have a Rudy Gobert or, or you have a Mitchell Robinson or you have a Julius Randle, no matter who you have, Jokic is still going to dominate a basketball game. But it's even more glaring whenever you have a 6'8 center tonight. And that showed up in a big way. I mean, the Nuggets had an advantage on the second chance points, 32-3. to They had the rebounding advantage, 63-55. to But again, your 6'8 center, Isaiah Roby, my favorite player on the Thunder, Isaiah Roby. He got the hardest challenge in basketball. But after tonight, I have one thing to say about Isaiah Roby. He's got the goods. Isaiah Roby's got the goods. It was impressive to watch him play. He had the end one in the first quarter. The great dump-off pass to Lou Dort showing off Isaiah Roby's fantastic vision on the court. The Euro-step finish over Jokic. The streak continues. Isaiah Roby has scored double-digit points in each and every start. We still have plenty of room on Roby Island. As president of the Isaiah Roby Fan Club, I welcome you with open arms. I will forgive you for having him on the chopping block during your roster projections. I, for one, never once cut Isaiah Roby in any of the roster projections. But I welcome you back to the Isaiah Roby Fan Club with open arms because Isaiah Roby, he's got the goods. Isaiah Roby is a part of this team's future. And Mark basically said as much after the game uh, about Roby defending Jokic. Mark said that obviously it's a tough cover right now. I don't think it's a long-term tough cover for him. We see him as that type of player. And the type of type of player he's, he's referring to is a guy that can defend Jokic. And aside if you think that Roby can ever defend Jokic in his career, he certainly cannot defend Jokic this year. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I don't care how great, and I mean truly great, this Thunder developmental staff is. The next time Oklahoma City plays Denver, Roby still will not be able to cover Jokic. Even as much as I love the guy, he still will not be able to cover Jokic. So, this indicates that he is a long-term piece for Oklahoma City, and he should be. Isaiah Roby is in the future plans for Mark, for Sam Presti, and for this organization. There's a reason why... They traded for him. There's a reason why they let him rehab while the team went to the bubble. There's a reason why they let a rough preseason slide. While everyone is clamoring for Frank Jackson, they let it slide, they bring him in, they let him have a roster spot, and he's paying it off. He's paying it off already. And look, Jokic got to do whatever he wanted to do in this game, but for, for the context of he's being defended by a 6'8 forward in Isaiah Roby all night, I thought Roby was more competitive in this game. And again, hear me, the, the box score will not show this. More competitive, not good, but competitive against Jokic than I ever thought in the world that Roby would be. 
And that seemingly happened every single night. Like that is happening each and every matchup that we're saying, ah, this is the one. This is the one where Roby just gets absolutely embarrassed. And while the box score is embarrassing, the box score is really good for Jokic. And, and, and even physically, he could do what he, he needed to do and he could just name his score. That goes back to what Marcus talked about before. Physically, you can't do anything about that. But you can challenge somebody and not just hand it to them. And Isaiah Roby did not just hand this matchup over to Jokic. Jokic took it. And there's a difference. Jokic took what he wanted, but Roby made it a fight. And more of a fight than I ever thought it would be. But to at least challenge him is a good sign in the right direction. Isaiah Roby had one bad possession in this game. And he gets the ball at the top of the key. Has a wide open three-point shot. And instead, he doesn't take it. Pump fake, tries to drive it on Jokic. Gets a nice lane and it's a nice uh, route to the rim and has Jokic on his hip and he's able to get the layup up and off but he just kind of smokes the layup a little bit and it doesn't fall if that layup falls it's a no big deal kind of possession you just rather him take the three than the two but he passes up a wide open three for a more difficult layup so you're passing up the chance at an extra point for a tougher shot at the rim and even the shot at the rim does not fall so that was one bad possession for him but other than that he was really really good and you did see the defense adjust a little bit to Jokic, and, and Roby adjust a little bit to Jokic at the end, where you know he's trying to jump the passing lanes and trying to poke the ball free from behind Jokic and trying to do things that way rather than just letting Jokic drive in on him and, and attack his body. But of course, Jokic got the better of that matchup 20 times out of 20, just any time he wanted. Uh, but it was better than I thought it would be, despite the box score. But that's a low bar to clear. Okay, enough of the Isaiah Roby propaganda. We'll talk about Teo Maldon. We'll talk about him to Diallo. And we will talk about Josh Hall, who stole the hearts of Thunder fans in garbage time in Denver as we're all staying up late trying to survive the late tip time. Josh Hall made it all worth it in this contest. We also have our MVP of the game. We have our mock headline of the game. And we'll let you know how the bet of the day outcome went and the money ball outcome went as well. But I do want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get 20% off your next order. They have six brand new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The Built Bars are soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside, and you can use them on the keto diet because they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet, lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They are great for the health-conscious person. You can use them pre-workout, post-workout, or even as a meal replacement. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Get 20% off your next order. That is promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And when you get there and you realize the just incredible flavors they have, and, and there's so many to choose from, just remember, my personal favorite is the cookies and cream option. It's just phenomenal. It is the very best. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off your next order. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. 
Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are back on Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm going to tell you right now, when this podcast is over, go check out Locked on NBA. It's small market meets big market. Wednesdays on the Locked On Podcast Network on the Locked On NBA Podcast. Join Jake Madison of Locked On Pelicans Podcast and John Corrales of Locked On Celtics Podcast for a look at the NBA week from all angles. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Podcast today wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, listen, there was only two games yesterday to talk about. Only two games on Tuesday. You had the Nuggets Thunder and you had the Pelicans and the Jazz. So I am hereby personally guaranteeing, without listening to the show first, this is I'm going out on a limb, I'm guaranteeing you that they will mention the Oklahoma City Thunder on today's Locked on NBA. So subscribe, rate, review, and listen to Locked on NBA. It is a great source of daily NBA content for a rundown of what's happening around the association. So Tao Maldon in this game looked really really good. He had that amazing pass to Mike Muscala, which I cannot figure out how in the world he even saw Muscala. And I'm of the belief that he didn't. I, I just do not think it's humanly possible for him to have seen Muscala and make the pass there. I think he just kind of threw the pass backwards, threw the ball backwards as time was running out and hope someone was there. And Muscala kind of slid over, got the ball, pump fake, got the shot off and beat the buzzer. But still, if he did see Muscala and did purposely do that, that is even more incredible. But Tam Eldon also had a strong finish at the rim, and he displayed some of that change of, of pace and change of speed that it takes to be a good guard in this league. Getting to the rim at one point on just an inbounds play that looked as though it was in transition, he got to the rim that fast and carved up the Denver defense. But all in all, he goes three for seven from the floor, one for four from beyond the arc, and scores seven points in this contest, uh, but does dish out three assists. And then Hamadou Diallo... Had a good game again. I mean, he's kind of been back and forth of having great games and then not so great games. But in this game, he did all the right things. He checked the boxes. He was confident, but he was poised. He played under control. He made smart decisions. And I think that one play really just embodies Samuel Diallo, who's going to be a power forward in this league long term, I think. But Diallo goes up and just wrestles away a rebound from Nuggets big man Isaiah Hartenstein. Just wrestles it away. Has to take a couple steps backwards because the fight was so dramatic and looked like it was a WWE. I don't know anything about WWE, but it looked like it was a WWE something or another. And immediately upon retrieving the ball from the from the tie-up on the rebound, attacks Hartenstein and scores over him. And it's just like, Diallo, you're that physical. You're that aggressive. You are that strong. You're, you have that ability and athleticism to finish at the rim like that. And you still want to take jump shots at any point? Just use your best asset and get to the rim and score at will, which he's doing a way better job of this season than at any point of his career, even dating back to college. But Diallo goes just two for eight and one for two from beyond the arc. One of those threes was just in rhythm, smooth as could be. You've just never seen him shoot like that without any sort of hitch at any point. 
in the process of shooting. Uh, he, he did really good from beyond the arc in this game, uh, but then again, does go two for eight from the floor in general. He does get to the line five times in this game, and, and that can really unlock a new level of scoring for him, not to the extent that it can for Shea, but as a bench player to get to the line five times is a big deal. And he gets six rebounds in this contest and only has the one turnover and only has the two fouls, which is really good for him, uh, the, eight, the eight points as well. A quick hat tip to Justin Jackson as well, because in this game, he knocks down a three-point shot from literally the sponsored logo on the floor. He was just in there gunning whenever he got in with the second unit, goes two for two from beyond the arc. And it made me think of all these Mavs fans who just flooded my mentions whenever I quoted his media day for uh, the preseason, whenever he's saying that he wants to space the floor and just kind of ragging on him that he can't shoot. And then he gets in this game and he's just popping threes from the logo. But hat tip to him, he played well in his limited seven minutes with garbage time implications in this one. But the real reason we're all here, the real reason that that you should not have turned off the game last night, despite the blowout, which it feels good not to to say the score of these games because no one cares, but they did lose 119 to 101. But the real reason why you should not have turned the game off is because of Josh Hall. Josh Hall was incredible. Chef's kiss in his 13 minutes. He goes two for five from the floor with strong, aggressive drives, making right decisions. He ran the the three-on-one fast break to perfection in this game. He drives with confidence. He drives with aggressiveness. And he's getting fouled, even as a rookie, going to the line three times in this one, including a heck of an and-one play at the rim. He also is able to collect two rebounds in this contest and one assist in this contest. Shout out Hall Pass, which is what we say whenever Josh Hall gets an assist around here. But he does score six points. I cannot wait for more Josh Hall minutes. I am just chomping at the bit for more Josh Hall minutes down the road. It's going to be so glorious whenever this season evolves into the youth movement and the season evolves into just playing Josh Hall out there for 30 minutes a night. That is my save haven. That is my that is my joy of the day is getting to watch Josh Hall play basketball, and on one one play, Poku just tries to throw a half court alley oop to Josh Hall. I want to see that on loop every single game at all times. I want to see that being the starting the starting lineup for the Thunder. It's just Poku throwing a half court lob. That's the set play. Poku throw a half court lob to Josh Hall. Why not? Let's make this lob city. Let Let's do it. Ah, Lou Dort Shea. Who cares? Josh Hall Poku. This season's going to get really fun. And this is what I've been talking about since the preseason. Even in a 119 to 101 loss, I've rambled on for 27 minutes about different things regarding this Thunder team and all these different storylines. And it feels like I can go for another 30 minutes. I've gone way over my time, but it's been fun. And I appreciate all of you listening to this show. We're going to wrap it up with the bet of the game outcome, the Moneyball outcome, and the fake headline for bet of the game. I had Oklahoma City plus eight and a half. Yeah, that did not hit. And then the Moneyball outcome, I had Mike Muscala. That also did not hit because Lou Dort is an absolute madman and knocks down three threes for a team high and also a game high tied with Barton and Harris. And then your mock headline of the day. Send me yours if you've got a good one. But the mock headline is no time for Jokic. Thunder dominated by Nuggets. Get it? No, no time for jokes. Jokic. Jokic. No time for joke. Okay. Anyway, that is the recap for the game against the Denver Nuggets. I always like to make the mock headlines as awkward as possible for being such terrible jokes and just make you sit there and just cringe 
for a couple minutes. We can all use that. You use some time out of your day to self-reflect and to laugh at my stupidity to make you feel better about yourself and make you feel better about your creativity that you probably sitting at home right now or driving to your office can immediately think of a better mock headline than no time for Jokic. Joke jokes, but but Jokic. No time for Jokic. Thunder get dominated by Nuggets, 119-101. This is the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Be sure to send in your hottest takes regarding the NBA or the Thunder or both on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. I will take them to the Spiceometer and rate them on Thursday's podcast. You will not want to miss that one. We've already got some amazing submissions that are just hilarious to me. I cannot wait to dive into them tomorrow. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow on Locked on Thunder. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.